0: A dog has beaten
1: the cake. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Weddings Exposed podcast, the first podcast for the brides and for the wedding industry professionals.
2: We are Alexa Geibel and Kirill Brusilovsky, fine art wedding photographers from North Germany.
1: In our podcast, we are going to give many tips for the brides how to organize your dream wedding.
2: Our idea is to bring wedding industry professionals and wedding clients closer together and make them understand each other better.
1: We want to share experiences and learn from each other.
2: And now, let's rock and roll.
1: Welcome to the first episode.
2: Today, we are talking to Glory. She is a wedding planner from Costa Rica.
1: In today's episode, Glory is going to give many tips for the brides, and she is also going to open a curtain to the wedding scene in Latin America. We are super excited. Her name is Glory. She's from Costa Rica, but her wedding company name is Wanderlust. I'm really curious to know why actually she has a German name, and she lives in Costa Rica. Does she speak German? So I'm really excited to welcome our guest. So tell us a little bit about the name. How did you come up with that? Why Wanderlust? I really, really love to travel. And the meaning of the word
0: Wanderlust is basically like an inner desire to travel the world. So that's how I came up with that name.
1: Tell us a little bit about yourself. You are a destination wedding planner or you're just only in based in Costa Rica? Sure. Well, actually we started uh, working as wedding planners six years
0: ago here based in Costa Rica. And we just started uh, receiving actually destination weddings here in the country. But now we're kind of expanding our frontiers and we're going out of Costa Rica um, we're planning weddings in Mexico, um, basically I'm based in Costa Rica, but we're able to travel worldwide.
2: And who are your typical clients?
0: Well, we are receiving most of our clients, like, so like a 70% of our clients are um, from Costa Rica for now. But for example, the weddings that we're planning in Mexico are actually from a couple in Ecuador. So it's kind of like a really funny and interesting mix.
1: And what kind of couples usually do you have? Like, who is your ideal couple? Well, to be honest, I just want a really in love couple. <laughs> do you have any ideal couple? Couple in mind? Maybe you don't like Russians because we drink too much. I don't know.
0: <laughs> any... <laughs> No, we love Russians. We love international couples. <laughs> um, actually, that's one of, uh, of the let's say the characteristics of our like an ideal couple because we really love the mix of cultures as well. So, a couple that actually want to do like a wedding from scratch like no hotels attached, no salons, just doing for a scratch like in a garden, that will be basically our non-ideal couple, but ideal wedding, let's say that way. Because we really love like creative process um, because when we start doing that like in a garden or like a blank spot, uh, we have the option to do whatever we want. So if we want lights, if we want, let's say, flowers, or if we instead of flowers, we want candles. I mean, we can do whatever we want when we have like a blank
1: uh, spot. mm mm-hmm. So, do you usually organize the weddings from scratch? You suggest the photographers, the DJs, the decoration, locations. Yes. So, really, like this whole whole thing. We kind of personalize uh, for each of the couples. We are trying not to do, I mean, not
0: like to copy and paste for each couple. We actually do like a brief and a creative process for each of them, um, and the style and everything is continuously changing. But yes, uh, I mean, we are used to working hotels or just outside gardens. Uh, but the one that we're most kind of creative is the outdoors uh, weddings. But we are used to start from scratch, even though if the wedding will be on a hotel, um, we are also kind of giving all the advices and taking all the quotations from the, pro- the vendors and everything just to make sure that we have all the services uh, like covered for the wedding day. So sometimes it's really stressful because, of course, it's the most important day for a lot of families. Um, So I always say that we really need to love our job uh, to be able to be wedding planners, because of course you are not really allowed to sleep during weekends. (laughs) Even though it's really stressful, we
1: enjoy it a lot. What kind of advice would you give to the brides, how they should find the wedding planner, where they should look for a wedding planner, how to decide who is the best, who is actually the right fit for me? Well, the right
0: fit as a wedding planner will be someone that you actually may click. Uh, Because at the end of the year, it's gonna be ending like your friend. Most of actually of my brides, we just, uh, after the wedding is over and everything, they come to my home and we can have some drinks or a coffee or whatever, because I mean, it's a year that you always um, keep in touch. We're speaking basically on a daily basis. So you need to make click. And of course, um, I will always recommend to have some references of their job, because it's really important to know which kind of weddings, um, if they're experienced on wedding planner, or if they have any... I don't know, like any specific contracts with vendors that they can provide like discounts to you. So that will actually on the type of wedding, but for sure that someone that you can just like have a really friendly conversation at the beginning.
1: And how do I know that the wedding planner is experienced?
0: I will say that they have one year working as a wedding planner uh, and also to depending on the type of wedding. For example, if a couple is going to be getting married at the beach, need to make for sure that the wedding planner knows like all the specific topics that needs to be covered in a wedding uh, that is going to be taking place on a beach. Because, for example, the weather is different. Uh, the kind of flower, the flowers that are going to be exposed to the sun, needs to be different. So, those kind of details are really important. But the first um, thing that I will ask to a wedding planner is not specifically on the time, but how many weddings they um, they have they have planned. And what do you think should be the right amount of the weddings? At least at least one per month, an
1: average of 10 to 12 per year, that would be enough. Is it important that the wedding planner have an, any certain type of education in that field, or do you think it's not important? Well,
0: actually, I think that experience is more important than the certificate itself. However, of course, it's a really plus if you have the knowledge. And what else do you think is important? I think that it's really important to basically just define a budget. One of my first steps as a wedding planner is to prepare an estimate budget uh, so they can basically know how much it's gonna cost. And where do you think should I be looking for a wedding planner, what kind of platform? I will say like Instagram, um, especially if you're waiting for a destination wedding planner, uh Instagram will be one of the best. So do
1: you do any specific hashtags? Let's say Wedding Planner Costa Rica.
0: I will say Wedding Planner Costa Rica. I will say Costa Rica weddings or actually just Costa Rica because most of us, uh, all my colleagues and, and myself here in Costa Rica, we just uh, always hashtag Costa Rica to make sure that they know where they can find us.
1: And let's say if I would like to have a wedding in Costa Rica, should I bring my own wedding planner or should I hire you? Yes, actually I will highly recommend to have
0: the wedding planner located on the country since you are coming from the outside. For sure you will need someone um, that have the eyes and the hands
2: here. I'm curious in your area, how common is it uh, to hire a wedding planner?
0: Actually, we're evolving, and now um, the couples and the clients understand the necessity. So it's, for example, we're, I don't know how many wedding planners we are in Costa Rica right now, but we are a lot, and I'm pretty sure that most of us are really, really um, kind of busy during these days. So yes, it's kind of getting really used to have a wedding planner. It's basically the first thing that our clients or the couples that are getting married in Costa Rica are looking for. But that has been something that has been evolving. It's a new
2: trend, actually, to hire a wedding planner. Yes,
0: now it's it's kind of it's kind of a requirement. I will say it that way. Actually, some places here in Costa Rica requires um, to have a wedding planner before hiring them. Oh,
2: really? So if I'm like coming from abroad and want to marry in a certain place or have certain ideas, actually, I have no choice other than to hire some wedding planner locally.
1: Yes, exactly. There are a couple of places that have that policy. I wish the same trend is going to come to Germany because <laughs> as he said, like it's it's really uncommon thing to hire a wedding planner, which I think is it, bad because like couples they spend so much time, you know, preparing their own wedding. And actually, there are a couple of details that the
0: couples are not wedding aware of and they do not have to be aware of basically. But the wedding planners, I mean, that's our job to know the details. So I will highly recommend always to hire a wedding planner because not only for, for that, because we also have like a specific vendors that we know the services. Some of the vendors provide discounts. We um, can recommend, we can negotiate with the vendors better prices or better schedules or better services. So it's it's really important to have a planner. Yeah, for sure. I think only this way, you as a couple, you can actually enjoy the wedding. Exactly. It's, it's actually easier for you to enjoy the day. I mean, it's your
2: day. How big are the weddings usually in terms of... Uh...
0: Actually, there's like an average for the weddings here in Costa Rica. For the Costa Rican couples, it's around 120 to 150 people uh, who are invited. But for the destination weddings, the ones that they are coming to Costa Rica, it's always 80 or less.
2: How does it work if somebody comes to you? Would it be normal that you would ask uh, the couple, what is actually uh, on your budget? How much money do you have? Or do they come uh, uh, to you and would say, okay, we want this and that wedding, make us a calculation?
0: Actually both ways. Um, um, in the first meeting that we have with our couples, we kind of advise them and recommend like for experience, the average cost of a person per, um, per wedding, let's say that way, is around $150 each guest. That can increase if you want, let's say, fireworks and if you want like a huge flower arrangement or whatever, that can increase, but that will be an average. And that's per person. So that will be like the first impression. However, after they hire us, we do like an estimated budget chart uh, after they tell us what they want for the wedding. We can do like some uh, calculations based on exactly what they want to see how much that will cost. Should I, as
2: a client, have a very... Concrete wishes. Actually,
0: um, I think that we can work both ways. A good wedding planner will be a, always able to just get the idea and make it like a, make it touchable. Let's say that way, like make it real. Um, but also, a good wedding planner will be always willing to help and give advices and suggestions to the to the couple. Because, for example, here in Costa Rica, we do not have some specific flowers that are all over the Pinterest boards. So we need to advise will be the best flower to exchange it. That's just an example, but we will need always to be given like the best options and the best choices that they can make. Also, when we're suggesting specific services such as photography, we need to like to suggest or to advise to the couple which photographers are going to be the best for their style. So we have couples that are really, really um, like models. I mean, uh, they're really aware of how to pose and I don't know, like how to smile. But there are other type of couples that they just need, like, just to be themselves. And it will depend a lot on the photographer that we're gonna be uh, choosing for your wedding day. Also, the colors, for example, the specific, uh, like, a style of a photographer to post edit the photos that will also make the colors of the decoration to look as it was on the wedding day, or actually to look really different. So we, we really need to see and to choose and give them some advice on which are the best vendors for what they are expecting to have.
1: And do you actually have the signature style as a wedding planner?
0: Yes, actually, I always say that um, if you'll see some pictures with a lot of lightning on the wedding day, if it's, of course, a, a wedding at night, that for sure will be mine. <laughs> I It makes uh, like a really romantic environment and it's really good for the photos so I really really love to have a lot of lights. Um, It's kind of uh, also like a mix with a really good photographer. Actually that's one of the most important services that I always recommend. Here in Costa Rica it's really common for example that the aunt of the bride wants to make the cake and for me that's completely fine. I mean take uh, your auntie's cake and just put it on the table and that will be perfect. However for a photographer, we're always, always, it's like a request from our side uh, that we need to approve it. Because it's really important to make sure that you're going to have like good memories of the wedding and something just to put like on the wall of your house.
2: <laughs> how does a perfect uh, photographer as a cooperation partner, how does, what, what, what kind of person is it?
0: To be honest, I have really, really good experience experiences here in Costa Rica with photographer and videographers as well. Uh, We work most of the time with uh, photographers based in Costa Rica. Of course the one in Mexico are from Mexico and it's like a mix. Right now we're starting to work to get the portfolio from some photographers outside of the country just to come here and we're going to be more than glad to have you because that's part actually of what we're trying to implement. To have like a mix of cultures and a mix also of styles. The photographers here in Costa Rica are um, like, really, that I really experience of weddings are the ones that I recommend. For example, we have architecture photographers, we have product photographers, and for sure, those are the ones that I do not recommend at all uh, for a wedding day. Uh, some couples tell me, like, okay, but this one who is used to take photos of, I don't know, of landscapes, it's really cheap. And I'm saying, like, I know that it's really cheap because it's not that, um, that's not his or her expertise. So for sure, the first thing is someone that is specialized on weddings because they know how to capture the moment, how to capture the hands, how to capture the rings. I mean, it's kind of details that will make for sure the difference after you receive the, the photos and the product, I mean, like the final product of, of the wedding day.
2: Let's say I want to, to marry, and of course I have a certain amount of money which I can spend. Uh, how much is that an issue, and where would you save and where you won't save?
0: The first thing that I will say that you cannot omit from your wedding day is actually the photographer. That's for sure my first, actually after they hire me, the first thing, um, or the first task that I kind of give as a homework to the couples is to choose the place and the photographer to make sure that we will have the best, of course, with the better price um, option for their day. Because of course, the good ones with good prices are going to be booked. So we need to kind of rush to to select a photographer so that's something that you cannot omit at all.
2: How Um, much time in prior? I'm sorry to interrupt. Just a small question. How much in advance? How much time?
0: Well actually as as soon as we can we start looking for the photographer. For example last week I got hired by a couple that is going to be getting married on January of next year and we already had a a place and we already got the photographer. because that's basically the first thing that I always keep saying, like, it's really important, I need to approve it, and we need to have, like, a really good one. Um, so it's basically, that's the first thing that I want to meet. Then um, I will say the ring, of course. The rings are really important. However, there are some couples that instead of rings, the bride is wearing, like, a necklace, which I think is really original and really pretty as well. And another thing that I think that actually will be able not to omit, but basically to reduce cost and kind of negotiate uh, like the budget on other services will be like the type of tables because you can have like wooden tables that here in Costa Rica are more expensive uh, than the ones with the linen tablecloth. So that's something that we can kind of mix just to make sure that the budget is not gonna be like on the clouds um, just because of the tables. When we start planning a wedding uh, and we have the estimated budget, we decide how much we want to uh, like to spend in each of the services. So for example, like average price here for a photographer in Costa Rica is around $1,500. But we will say, okay, for photography, we will need at least $500. Uh, I mean, $1,500, sorry. Then uh, for, let's say for flowers, we will need at least, no, I don't know, like $2,500. Then uh, for musicians, if we want just a DJ, we will need at least $800. So that will actually just depend on the services that the couple will want to include on the wedding. But we just make like a distribution of the budget that they're willing to, to spend for the wedding day, like in all the services. And that's why we start that with the estimate budget. Because some couples say like, okay, we just have 25k to spend on the wedding. But they are asking for fireworks and to have like a full band on this stage. So that will of course increase the the cost. Um I think that something that is also really, really important to have is the video, because those are like the memories that you will have. Those are actually the one the things that you're gonna keep for the rest of your life. And you can show like for your children and grandchildren and everything. So I think that photo and video are the most important things that you I mean, if you can, please do not omit. Also good food. I mean, people always remember uh, how much fun they have and how the food was. And how your budget is calculated? Actually, we calculated on the amount of services that we're going to be offering and also negotiating with the vendors. So it's kind of like an elopement. It's going to be, of course, cheaper than a wedding for 200 people. So it's kind of calculated on the amount of guests that you're going to have. And of course, on the amount of services. Because, for example, a wedding during the morning, let's say like a brunch wedding, it's actually cheaper than a party at the night. Really,
2: although the same work.
0: Yes, uh, it's because, for example, I mean the whole the overall budget of the wedding is going to be lower because, for example, you won't need lights, you won't need uh, like huge centerpieces. So it just depends, uh, of course, in the style of the couple but also that will depend on the amount of guests and the time of the day.
1: And how important are the weddings in Costa Rica? Because, for example, in Russia, I think it's really crazy. Like, I think in Germany, they're not as important as in Russia, but in Russia, people save sometimes years, they take credits just, you know, just, just to have this perfect wedding. Like, everybody's going to talk about that, and they rent limo cars. I mean, it's really crazy. Is it the same for you, or are you a little bit more relaxed in terms of- The families, most of the time, are kind of helpful
0: and are willing to help with budget uh for the couples but for the last let's say like three years um maybe a little bit more the couples have been working to pay their own wedding so they are kind of saving like for one year and that's why they are um like planning one year ahead they hire us one year ahead of the wedding date just to make sure that they have enough time to like kind of be paying all the services it's not the huge weddings that um that you can expect to see in Russian or, the, or Dubai, for example. There, I know there are huge weddings, like for 1,000 people or more, uh, are really luxury things. Here in Costa Rica, I mean, we have like these classy, traditional, and really pretty weddings, but are not the like they have been saving their money like for 10 years to be
1: married. That's not how it works here. And what do you think is the most limited budget that the couple should have just to have a perfect wedding? I would say like $12,000 for
0: an 80-people wedding. Um, That's basically, I would say the minimum. I mean, we can work with less than that, but it will be a really, really simple wedding. So if the couple have like a really limited budget, they need to be willing to have like really simple stuff.
1: And do, do you maybe have any kind of special wedding traditions in Costa Rica? We have this thing that we call Simadrona which is like uh, some like clowns with big
0: masks and everything. It's really like a tradition in Guanacaste, which is one of our provinces, like on the coast side of Costa Rica. So some of the couples are willing to have like the Simarrona uh, as like, let's say like the after party uh, side, um, And we have this like shot table with our specific liquor from Costa Rica, which is called Cacique or Guaro. So it's kind of your vodka, so it's our water. <laughs> we're kind of really, um we have like a lot of references from North America, from the U.S. And also, I mean, Pinterest is like a really good to have tool, but also it's a disadvantage here because we're kind of not, let's not say copy, uh, copying what the, you are doing in Europe, but we're having all the references from Europe
1: and from America. So it's It's really like a mix of things. You have a couple, they want to copy everything from Switzerland. But you just don't like the style, you don't feel right, like you don't know how to do it. Would you reject this kind of couple? Or would you still try to make the best you can? Yes,
0: actually, we won't reject it. We are just going to suggest how it could be applied or tropicalized here for the Costa Rica site. We do our best to have it as similar as possible for what they want. But of course, we will need like to localize the material and the content to the place that actually it's going to take place
1: yeah of course maybe have some fake snow and a fake or a fake mountain something like that just this <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> with the cheese with the fondue. what are the don'ts what have you seen on the weddings uh what have clients have done wrong or, or often do wrong if, if it does happen that you would uh, like caution them and, and say don't do this rather do that
0: i will say that the first thing that i mean if they're kind of arguing regarding a service uh, that they, for example, the bride wants like the huge flowers and the groom wants like small flowers. I always say like, let's kind of get like a balance because the first thing that I want to recommend is that you kind of start fighting because of the wedding day. It's supposed to be the best day that you're enjoying together and that you're gathering to receive a lot of people that you actually love. So um, like to get, to have like a balance um, between real life and the wedding day, it's really important. So
2: you so really have it often, like like couples, that it turns out that they have completely different vision of their wedding. Yes. I've experienced it a few times too, that you have two people sitting there and they begin discussing things and you are in a very awkward situation because you notice that they have different visions. I guess as a wedding planner, it's even tougher because, because you have to plan that.
0: Yes, and actually sometimes, for example, for the photography session or the engagement shoot, the groom, at least here in Costa Rica, the groom is always like, I don't like pictures. I don't want to be a Boston. And so it's, it's kind of messy because the bride is always saying like, yes, I want all these pictures. And I want to be um, on this other post. And I want to be hugged. And please, another photo just for my ring. So it's, for example, for, photography, for photographers, it's actually even funnier what they need to, to handle with a couple that one wants to get photographed and the other one, is actually
2: kind of shy. I'm uh, usually doing an advice to the bridegrooms and I say, okay, on this one day, please accept it, that everything will come over you. Just relax and, and, and take it as it is.
1: That's the same advice that I always give. Because I think for women, for the brides, it's more important, of course, the wedding pictures, the wedding itself. I think for the guys, especially here in Germany, they don't care much to be honest like do do they care in costa rica because here uh the brides they usually contest me you know we discuss all the important topics and the grooms they just sit there on the couch like i don't care i just want to get over with <laughs> i will say it's like 50 50 because for example
0: right now um we're planning some weddings with grooms that are completely involved and com- completely included in all the decisions but for other weddings, at least I just know the name of the groom, so um, I haven't even seen it. So That will just depend on the couples. But for Costa Rican couples, we are used to get like really, um, like really together during the process.
2: Have you spotted any trend uh, which uh, which is now uh, highly in, or will be perhaps coming uh, in the next year, next season?
0: Actually, the boho style, the bohemian style, is something that is really like taking place right now. And also in the opposite uh, side, we have like really colorful palettes for the weddings. So of course that will depend on the styles of the couples, but those are two things that are coming like really, really strong uh, for wedding decoration.
1: I think boho is really just now the trends all over the world. Yeah. Uh, Do you maybe have any stories for us, like some funny stories? It was
0: one of my first weddings. I think that it was like during my first year as a wedding planner by my own. Um, I have this couple that the wedding cake was really important. It was, it was a naked cake. So I, I was kind of just getting with the cake. I put it on the table and it was perfect. And then when I came up to this to the alone again, a dog has beaten the cake.
1: No.
0: <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, it was really, really crazy. I called the lady that actually cooked the cake and I told her like, what should I do? And she told me, like, OK, you just need to throw it away because you're not going to be able to fix it. Um, then I told my assistant, OK, go to the nearest supermarket, buy some, uh, like, just naked cake, the one that is already made, bring some knife and a spoon and this, uh, like, the the frosting that is already made on the supermarket, and she bring it. We fix it. I took some flowers of the centerpieces, put it on the side of the, like the whole of the cake, and then I just put it again on the table, and then at the end of the night, the bride was like, okay, I want to eat my cake. And I was like, okay, I need to tell you something. <laughs> and it was just a funny story at the end. And we need to fix it like right away. Uh, to be honest, I, I just uh, felt like, okay, if I'm able to fix this cake, I will be able to fix whatever it comes to the next wedding.
2: So you've told her that the cake is...
0: No, yes, of course. I told her at the end of the night after all this stress and she was really happy and everything. Uh, she just started laughing with me. She was like, oh my God, a dog. She told me, like, I have never been able to fix it. And I told her, like, I knew how important this was for you, so I had to fix
1: it somehow, somewhere. That's why we need the wedding planners, you know, weddings to fix the case. Yes.
2: I hope, actually, that the trend will also come to Germany that more couples would hire a wedding planner because I think that it makes the day less stressy. And if you have somebody who is responsible behind the scenes, it really uh, makes, makes the day more enjoyable for the couple. We'll
1: see. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Jesus crossed. I do hope that some couples they're going to hear our interview with you and then they're going to realize that they need a wedding planner. Yes, and I will be more than glad to be that wedding planner. (laughs) See guys, she can save your wedding cake from the dogs. So just keep it in mind. (laughs) how do photographers need to approach to the wedding planners because I guess you guys you just received many messages for sure from different photographers what do we need to do to stand out to be different I will say that of course um, your work your portfolio will be the best presentation card Uh,
0: but at least for us uh, here in Costa Rica you can just approach as a friend I mean you can test like okay I really want to work with you here is my work and We will for sure ask for the prices and the investment uh, cost that our couples will need to do if we hire you. Worst case scenario, we're going to have to wait for a couple of months to hire you uh, if we already have like next month already booked. But you just need to like just an app and say, here is my work. Basically, that's how it works, not only for photographers, but actually for all of the services, even for planners. We need to, to let the world know that we're working for them. At least here in Costa Rica and also in Mexico, we work as a team. I mean, it's not like, okay, I'm the wedding planner and you are the DJ. No, actually, we're okay. We're the same and we're working for the same couple. We're working for the same event. So let's do our best to make it, um, well, the best as possible, of course. So sometimes actually the flower um, like team is helping me, I don't know, like putting cards or the wine stationary or the DJ is actually sometimes uh, like asking me if I need any help because he's already done, and just waiting for the guests is like, Larry, do you need any help with any other thing? So it's kind of like a teamwork. So I think that's why um, I'm highly confident in saying that we're just friends, and all our colleagues are basically the same. We definitely can learn something from
1: that here in Germany. I will be more than glad to be the, like the um, pioneer of that in Germany, for sure. Exactly like the team builder. <laughs> of the West. Yes. <laughs> and because I think like it's a shame, but just in general, people in general, like in the wedding industry, I always feel this competence, you know, like people instead of just helping each other out and just like sharing some tips, they try to keep it all to themselves. Because maybe it's the fear that they're going to lose the clients or they just don't want to share something else. It's funny because actually, um, for example, wedding planners here, we have
0: like a a chat via WhatsApp and we're always exchanging contacts. And actually, if I already have like a date booked and a couple is asking for a wedding planner, I'm always recommended another another, uh, colleague. So we're kind of, um, I don't know, like a really, really pretty industry here in Costa Rica. I know that I mean the the Latin America people is kind of really touchy and really familiar, which is a kind of different from other countries. So basically, probably is because of that. Because I mean, when I see a colleague, I see like let's say like my cousin instead of just like my competence or something
1: like
2: that. It was it was a very interesting uh, conversation, uh, really, frankly, in, in many uh, terms. And thanks for for your time and and for the. Uh, um for their open openness and uh uh, candid answers
0: no thank you so much for having me and i don't know for inviting us and for for having basically like a wedding planner from the other side of the world to be part of that
1: yeah they're welcome enjoy your day glory it was really really nice talking to you let's keep it you too good night for you thank you bye-bye so guys that was it i hope that you enjoyed our first episode in the second episode you are going to hear an interview with a wedding planner from dubai we're super duper excited if you like our podcast please leave us a review leave a comment send us the questions we would absolutely love to hear from you Uh, see you in one week for now enjoy and have a wonderful time bye for sure we're gonna be doing
0: something next year as soon as i'm able to to travel again for sure we will be able Uh, to meet in person and have a coffee and then have some photos.
1: We come from Russia, we don't do coffee, we do vodka.